listening to the Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Taming Crazy podcast. I'm Alicia, and as usual, I'm joined by Deb and Sue. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you both? Oh, God, it's the end of the week. <laughs> it's been a long one. Yeah. Yes. And it seems like we say that every week for some <laughs> Oh, Is it just us, do you think? <laughs> oh, couldn't be. <laughs> no, you know, everyone seems to really be feeling it. Like, even on social media and everything, everyone just seems like as if they've totally had enough this week. Yeah. Maybe it's a combination of things, hey, pandemic, winter, who knows? But yeah, I guess if we're all feeling it, then we shouldn't feel too bad. Yeah, yeah. Did we just have a new moon or a full moon or a something? That's normally what I blame it on. I have no idea. It's really hard to keep track now. It's like there's always <laughs> something. <laughs> like what was it this time? Scorpio rising, Mercury yeah. re- retrograde. It's probably all of those things. Let's just say that because it couldn't possibly be just middle age us, right? That's right. No way. Okay. No. (laughs) Good. That's right. Good, good. (laughs) So Sue tweeted out something the other day that we thought would make for an interesting discussion because it's something all of us have heard over the past, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years or so. And that is the quest to find your passion. Now, I have a lot to say on this topic. Surprise. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First, Sue, wh- why don't you give us a quick rundown on what it was that you did tweet out? If you can remember, remember, that is. <laughs> 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 I cannot remember what it was because I tweet quite a lot of things. It was an article about finding your passion. I'm trying to think, okay, which was it? Was it one where I was suggesting that maybe you should, but I've got a funny feeling it was the one that says, yeah, stop worrying about finding your passion. It's not an essential. Yes. I think we've all heard the saying, you know, find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And personally, all I think that does is put so much pressure on you to hunt down your passion that you kind of end up feeling like a failure when you don't find it. You know, you don't find that one thing because I'm still looking for mine. And sometimes I think I found it, but then I get tired of it and I set out to hunt it down again. I think mine's under a cushion somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I think, you know, don't get me wrong. There's lots of people who know without doubt what they are going to do for the rest of their lives and they are passionate about it. And I really envy those people, but it's just not me. Mm-hmm. So, Deb, what do you think about putting your focus on finding your passion? I, I haven't found mine either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the cushion next to mine. That's right, yes. And I do think that, kind of like you, I think... Some people, you know, they know, and it can kind of get mixed into a, you know, a side hustle or, or whatever it might be. But I know that a few years ago, I got caught up in that. Like, what is wrong with me? I, I just don't, I can't find a passion or what's my purpose? 
and it can, like you say, it can make you really feel like, what is wrong, you know? Yeah. And I think we somehow we set even our kids up, and you know, always follow your passion and this and that, and it, there's a lot more to it than that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really true. I think you know one of the things that I've done over the years is I've read so many different books that encourage you to find your passion and tell you, you know, it's really not that hard if you do this, this, this and this, that you'll find it quite quickly. So, you know, I've done journaling, I've drawn diagrams, I've meditated on it, I've done this, I've done that, and I still haven't found my passion. So, you know, that is really what kind of makes you think, oh, there must be something wrong with me. Why don't I have a passion? Why don't I have this burning desire to do this thing and and not to work for another day in my life? Yeah. Because it sounds great and it's something it that, you know, has been kind of pummeled into us for quite a few years. Like, I think it even started way back in the Oprah days. I remember mm-hmm. her having a guest and they were talking about finding your passion. And I thought, well, man, everybody else must be finding theirs and where is mine? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think as you get older and I've really come to realize that there's a lot more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And... According to a paper published by the Psychological Science Journal, research shows that telling people to find their passion can actually be quite harmful. What they say is that passion is sometimes thought of as being something that's fixed within us, you know, that it's sitting inside of us waiting to be discovered. We just haven't found it yet. Mm -hmm. And what they did was they kind of compared it to the notion of how some people believe there's only one true love for them, you know. It means that they quickly move on from relationship to relationship because they're searching for that one. And when it comes to finding your passion, those same people move on when something they find interesting becomes challenging because they take that as a sign that it can't be that one passion if it's hard to do. That really kind of resonated with me a little bit because I think believing you're not cut out to do that one thing often results in unhappiness and the feeling of, you know, being trapped. You know, we set out perhaps in a career field that we thought was going to be our passion. And when it turns out that it's not, what do you do? You know, maybe you've done, you know, university to do that one thing. And when you're not getting the joy out of it, it almost feels like perhaps you've wasted your time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's like I was thinking about this and there are so many things that have interested me through my life and that continue to interest me. But that's kind of where it ends. Yeah. It's like it's never going to be one of my life's big passions because it just isn't. And sometimes think, well, maybe I'm not just, you know, just not made for big passions. I don't know. And, you know, when you think about that in the context of everybody has one, then you do think, oh, that's really sad. I should have something. And so you start on the shoulda, woulda, couldas and start beating yourself up about it. Absolutely. You know, I also think that, you know, a lot of people have a passion for something, but it's rarely something that'll pay your bills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of us relate to that. Yeah, because it's like a hobby, right? Your mm. hobbies that you really love to do, but that's that's where it ends. That's what it is—a hobby. Yes. Yes. So it's not like you can put your whole self into it because, you know, one way or the other, we need money to pay bills. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't marry 
a multimillionaire and he didn't marry one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so you have to, like most people, find a way to pay those bills. So what happens to the passion then? Mm-hmm. I think we're often told that we need to find our passion, but I think it's more important to actually find a purpose because it's your purpose that gets you up in the morning. Your purpose can change over the years. Heck, for some of us, it can change by the day. Mm -hmm. And I think when you find a purpose in doing something, and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It can be as simple as, you know, making time, like Deb, making time to work out. You know, that can be your purpose. You love it. It brings you joy. Mm -hmm. But I think purpose is one of those terms that's kind of been co-opted to almost be the same as finding your passion. Like there's a lot of people will talk about you've got to find your purpose. You know, this is going to be, you know, what gets you through and this, that and the other. And it's like, I feel a bit as if I've heard it all before. Yes. And I think they are words that are used interchangeably. I, I totally agree. But I look at them as a little bit different because I think you need a purpose to get up every morning because otherwise you just kind of flounder. And why I was thinking of that is remember... Captain Tom Moore. He was the the 99-year-old who started walking lengths in his garden to raise money yeah. for the NHS. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that to become famous and it wasn't his passion or whatever, but he started with a goal to raise a thousand pounds. And he found purpose in that and ended up raising more than 13 million pounds and inspired other people to do similar things. And I think that's the great thing about a purpose it can be found at any time and anywhere like you know I, I think it's the reason why some people do well when they retire because they find no, new things to inspire them mm-hmm. so maybe we shouldn't use the word passion or purpose but I can't think of another word to use right now but mm-hmm. you know even walking your dog every day fills a purpose yeah it doesn't need to be a grand scheme or anything but without purpose I think we do flounder Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think it is very much this kind of idea that your life has to have purpose. And quite frankly, that there are days when, you know, it's difficult enough to get out of bed, eat and stay hydrated. And, you know, if, if you have a few days like that, if you have months like that, whatever, does that mean that your life has no purpose? And that's kind of just where I worry about some of the words that we use and I, it mm-hmm. could be because I'm tired, but I, I also cannot think about another word that kind of works there. But yeah, sometimes we've, we've just got to get through the day to day. It's almost like living with joy, right? It's like what brings us joy, mm-hmm. happiness. I don't know, the, the small things. Because yeah. usually it is a lot of small things that do bring us happiness and mm-hmm joy you know yeah yeah I I think we've just been brought up with these certain words pummeled into us and perhaps I read too much into them you know but I do know that I follow a lot of people and a lot of them are you know dream big you know make Mm -hmm. bigger goals and it's all this big uh, massive to achieve kind of things and I I've realized that that isn't something that I can achieve. I can't do big goals. I have to do small goals towards a bigger goal. Uh And the same thing with a purpose and a passion. It's the small things 
that I enjoy doing Mm -hmm. that make me feel good. And it's not Mm -hmm. a big grand gesture. Words mean a lot. And I think we use the words in the wrong context a lot of times. Mm -hmm. We talk to our kids about look for your passion and go after that, you know, go to university and go towards that goal you want. And a lot of us cannot find it. Mm -hmm. But I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to find that one thing. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, when I think about, I went into, like, when I was doing my applications for university, I was applying for one thing and ended up doing something completely different in a completely different university because I hadn't done particularly well in my A-levels. But each of those kind of steps that I took, like, and no matter what circuitous route I took to kind of get to the next step, I always kept progressing. And so it doesn't really matter what I did way back then. You know, where I am now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. But, and that's kind of what I'm trying to get across to my kids as well, is like, this is what interests you now, And this is what you think you would like to be doing. It is absolutely fine if you get a couple of years down the road and say, actually, this isn't great. I think I would rather do this, but at least have a little bit of an idea of how you're going to use it. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think, you know, I didn't have that big urge, that big ambition that was driving me. And I sometimes wonder, you know, where is my ambition? Like, did it get lost along the way? Was it, you know, did I not get that particular tab when, you know, I was created? You know, what what happened? Why don't I have that? And so I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything massive that has a a worldwide impact. And I'm at the stage now where I'm like, that's okay. Whereas a few years ago, I think I was kind of, searching and searching and and now I'm like you know if I help out a few people along the way I'm good with that oh I totally agree with that Sue like you I a few years ago I was on some kind of quest to think gosh you know what what should I be doing Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you know what do you want to do when you grow up well I'm still waiting for that yeah me too so it's like okay is there a time limit to that I don't know But I I do think that sometimes we run the risk of sleepwalking through life. And I think it's normal, especially when we have so many obligations with, you know, work and kids in school and family and commitments and obligations move you forward. But each day can kind of morph into the next. Mm -hmm. And I think this pandemic has kind of made things a little worse for people because many people have lost their jobs, which is often their form of identity in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. And I think it's left people with this lack of purpose, for lack of a better word, really. Mm-hmm. And in midlife, I have found that I've really discovered now that, you know, life is short and time is limited. So and I'm talking personally, I feel like I need to try and live or at least attempt to live every day with some sense of purpose, mm-hmm. however small that might be, because it makes me feel better knowing that I'm doing something for a reason Mm -hmm. if that makes sense I don't know yeah and I think that reason can be just for you it doesn't have to be any for anyone else or for the greater good or anything absolutely yes I mean I want to 
have a sense of achievement for myself, no matter how big or small that may be. Mm -hmm. And it's not for somebody else. But as you say, if I can bring some kind of joy to someone else, that is also really good. Deb, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, I'm similar because like you both know, I'm not a big dreamer. I've never been a big dreamer. So I've never even had that, say, I'm going to use the word passion to even think far enough to find a purpose. Right. Like, and so that's when I always thought, gosh, you know, something must be wrong. But I've, I've just always been, you know, small goals. They're kind of in my head. I know what I need to do, but... I don't know. I think being at this age where we are at, our, our purpose changes a little bit, I guess, being in, you know, midlife. And I think through life it changes. And I don't know, for me, I feel like I'm in a really, I'm in a great place. I like, I'm, I'm happy. I set myself small goals. And like I say, I did get caught up in finding a few years back, wondering where the heck is my purpose and what is wrong with me. But I do realize now there's nothing at all wrong. Well, don't comment there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm probably yeah. the happiest I've ever been in, in my life. Um, I think this pandemic, like you'd mentioned earlier, Liz, I think it even has brought me more attention to me. You know, I'm working on me and what's around yeah. me and what's mm-hmm. important. And that's enough for me. Yeah. And it's like, as you were saying that, it kind of reminded me, it's almost like, you know, when we were constantly being told we could have it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it all kind of tied in with that as well. Yeah. Like, yes, you can have this, you can have this, you can have this. And, you know, you're going to achieve a lot more if you can have all this while you're, you know, figuring out your passion and what have you. And it just feels like unnecessary pressure. You know, it's not pressure that we want to put on ourselves. It's pressure that's put on, you know, by the media, by celebrity, by other people, by, you know, so that all these really, really things that don't affect me in most of other ways, apart from to tell me that I should be doing this, I should be doing that, because that's how it feels like now. Mm-hmm. It feels as if I've been told that that's what I should have been doing. And now I'm like, I just can't be bothered. Like, I've, I've spent enough time looking for something that's not there at the moment. Yeah. It may just pop up one day. Maybe that's what happens. Yeah, I, I think we have been fed this thing by people. And who are these people? I have no idea. Yeah. Who are they? Yeah, exactly. But they say these things and it almost like it takes on a life of its own. And then we're hearing it all over the place. So when you hear it enough, you believe it enough. And, you know, Deb, as you were saying, I think you have found a sense of peace in how you're living your life. And I think that's the goal, really. If we if we really think about it, that is the goal. We all want that sense of peace. And maybe that's what we need to be telling people. Whatever it is, if you find a way to have a life that gives you some form of contentment, occasional joy and happiness. I mean, maybe that is the purpose of life. Yeah. Gosh, that's deep, girls. I know, I was thinking this has gone down a, a turn that I hadn't really anticipated. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. We kind of took a detour down deep. Anyway. Yeah. 
but I think it's it's true like you know just because one way of life suits some people it doesn't mean that it works for everybody mm. and you know like <laughs> I, I watch these things now where you know you've got some motivational speaker typically a guy you know bouncing around on stage and everyone's clapping and cheering every time he says anything and and I'm like that is just so false like it's just getting so swept up in the emotion and the excitement and everything and what happens when you leave and you go back to your regular everyday life you know Mm -hmm. did you think you found your passion in that room or that you were going to find it that you were being guided that you were being pushed what happens when you go home it's very disappointing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it wears off really quickly because you really discover that that's not real life Mm -hmm. so what do you do to get the next hit of it exactly it's and i do think that social media does play a role in this Mm -hmm. seeing all these people living life in a way that perhaps you would like to live in some ways you forget you're just seeing the perfection And they're Mm -hmm. not really living that life. And lately I've been reading a lot of biographies and I really enjoy biographies. I shouldn't say reading. I should say I have been listening to them (laughs) because, you know, (laughs) books on tape kind of thing. I guess they're not books on tape, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But a lot of them, you know, you see these celebrities living a life and you read the real story and they have just as many issues as as we do. Mm hmm. So I think if you're feeling like you're a little bit lost, like read somebody's biography, because I think it really opens your eyes. I don't know what that has to do with finding your purpose, but (laughs) there you go. Well, because sometimes you would read a book like that. It's like, well, I wonder how they did it. Yes. It's a fact-finding mission. It really is. But I'd like to talk a moment about a special group of people. And you know who you are. They are the multi-passionate people. Ah, yes. Yes. The curious people. The Uh people who seemingly move from one thing to another at an alarming pace. Uh They are always seeking something new and often don't finish what they started before moving on. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Nope. Uh, (laughs) My partner's in crime. Yes, yes. And, you know, they're, they're also the ones who are told they never be successful if they don't focus on that one thing. Well, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you to hell with what other people think, because we need to do whatever brings us joy. And we define what success really means to us. Mm-hmm. So if you are like me and also Sue, if you're a multi-passionate person, embrace it. Don't listen to anyone who tries to diminish your passion for many things because no one has the right to say that one passion is all you were allowed to have. Uh-huh. And it's so much fun. It is. Like, even if you only find out a couple of things or maybe do a couple of things and go, ah, never mind. It really doesn't matter. You enjoyed it when you were doing it. Exactly. So I just wanted to put that out there because there's a lot of us out there. And we struggle with it because we think there's something wrong with us when we're flitting from, okay, personally speaking, photography to writing to painting, back to photography to how many blogs have you started in your lifetime? Well, too many to count, you know, those kind of things. And I always thought that there was something wrong with me, but 
really there isn't. Uh-huh. It's just that we find we're passionate about something and then we move on to the next thing and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. No, it's the way your brain works. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And the nice thing is, I can dump so much of that information once I'm done with it. And it's like, I never need to remember that again, because it was useful in the moment. And now I don't need it. Yes. And and it's true. You know, as I've mentioned many times, when I do something, I, I jump two feet in. And I enjoying and I'm loving doing what I do in that moment. But when it's time to move on, I'm not going to stay with that one thing if it's really not filling me up anymore Mm -hmm. and I enjoy learning new things so why would you want to just stay in one road if you don't really need to you know there's a lot out there and I want to I want it all I want to experience everything there's nothing wrong with that and I I think for years and years I listened to people that said you need to focus on that one thing to be successful Mm -hmm. and I say to hell with it (laughs) been there done that wasn't a lot of fun yes Or it was fun for a little while. It was. Plus, if we were told to just stick to one thing, we wouldn't have started this podcast. Hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And yes. we would have like one core topic that we stick to all the time. Oh, dear God, can you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't. <laughs> no, I can't either. You know, I do think that midlife kind of gives you a different perspective on everything. And... Hopefully for most people, it also gives them a sense of confidence to go after what you want to do. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh You know, call it your passion, your purpose, your dream, whatever it is. If you have something that you love to do, then jump in and do it because there'll never be a good time to do it. So, you know, don't wait around. Uh So if you're multi-passionate, do Uh something one day, change your mind the next and do something else. Variety is the spice of life. It certainly is. But having said that, not all of us are like that. Deb, right? Right. (laughs) Yes. We've discovered that, that your brain is not the same as our brain. So you've got to find what makes you happy. And if that is staying on one path and doing that one thing, Mm -hmm. then stick with that. Whatever works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's almost like achieving your life balance, right? And it's Mm -hmm. different for each one of us. Absolutely. And I think like you were saying before, at the moment, it is so important. You know, whatever keeps you ticking along and gives you those happy moments and, you know, fun and what have you are so, so important right now, especially as, you know, we're watching the numbers going up and, you know, we're hearing about more and more deaths and things like that. Like, we we just need to do what works. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And it changes because, you know, when I was thinking about this, when I was writing my book, I thought, oh, this is it. I love it so much. I could write every day. And I was writing and writing and writing. And then when I had finished that book, I was writing a few things after that. But it seems like when the pandemic hit, I had a very difficult time focusing on writing. Mm -hmm. And I was beating myself up about it. But then I realized that's not who I am. I can do whatever I want. So just because I'm not writing the next book doesn't mean I failed. Mm -hmm. 
which is how I was starting to feel, to be honest, because they said, oh, you know, everybody has one book in them. Like it's not the second book that makes you a writer. And I just thought, who says that? Who, who made that rule up? Well, it's they again, isn't it? It's, it's, it's they. Yes. So now I've decided that I can't concentrate on writing right now. And I can't even concentrate really on reading, which is why I'm listening to mm-hmm. audiobooks. But now I've taken up painting and I'm not good at it, but I am loving it. You are quite good at it, actually. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. You guys have to say that, I suppose. No, 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 no. You, you, you are. <laughs> oh, thank you. But I'm really, really enjoying it. And I think I'm going to stick with this. And when it, I am not enjoying it, I might be moving on to something else. But who knows? Uh-huh. So that is the way I'm going to live now. If I'm not enjoying it, I'm not sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Even though that's what they used to say, right? As soon as you pick something, you've got to stick with it. Well, no, yeah. no. Too old for that. Too old for that. Not well, enough time left. <laughs> and it, it's funny because, you know, like persistence is one of those things. It's a temperament trait that we're all born with. Yeah. And like, you know, it is a continuum. You know, when we have kids, we do want to help them to be more persistent so that they can sit down, do their schoolwork, you know, move themselves into the workplace eventually and everything. But, you know, at this stage of life, I'm like, oh, so what if I'm not very persistent in some things? (laughs) You know, like what I do in my personal life, if I choose to persist for five minutes or five days, that's up to me. It's different at work. I'm an adult. I can figure these things out. Yeah. Most days I'm an adult. Well, See, we at least we can pretend sometimes we can really put on a good act <laughs> other days not so much yeah, it's like hard pants sometimes we can wear them too yes four hours for me yesterday thank you very much very proud of you yes and then the lounge pants came on and i haven't gotten out of them since <laughs> but you know as you was talking about that sue i was thinking about you know, years ago when people picked a career and they stayed in that and quite often they joined a company and they stayed in that company for the rest of their working life. And now how many jobs do people have? You know, you don't have to stay where you're unhappy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's not something you have to stick with for the rest of your life, I think is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people change careers later on in life there's more mature students now than there ever before so Mm -hmm. I like that I think it gives me a sense of I don't know it feels good to me because it makes me realize that you can do whatever you want at any point in your life you're not stuck yeah and as we're living old living longer to an older age I guess is what I was trying to say there you've still got to be enjoying your life yeah yeah so you know don't do things just because you've always done them because if it doesn't make you happy then what's the point really exactly not saying you have to be happy 24 hours a day because that's not correct either no so have you got any final words on the topic of finding your damn passion ah find it or not you do you yeah Mm And sometimes you may never find it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there's anything yeah. wrong with you. We're here to tell you that because other people may imply differently. What a load of bunk we're fed over the years, hey? Oh, yeah. load of crap. And Bloody I think, hell. just I'm going to add it in right here at the end, I think it's because we're women. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's quite possibly is true because we have been fed right from the very beginning that we can have it all, we can do it all uh, with a smile on our face. And Mm -hmm. we pretend that we do, but my God, you know, sometimes we're going to fail and that's okay because more people need to stand up and say, I failed, I couldn't do it, I'm moving on. And I think we need to hear more people say that because holy crap, we cannot keep up this pretense any longer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, no. I sense us going down a, a <laughs> different road here now. So I will pull myself back. Deb, any last words on this topic? What I would say is important is things that we've already mentioned, and that's like living with joy, living authentically achieving life balance whatever that might be for you yes yes good words to end with Mm -hmm. covid numbers are continuing to climb what i've discovered this week is if you wear a mask you save money on makeup because all you need is a little bit of mascara to like because you're smizing with your eyes and Uh that's all you need Uh so really it's a win-win yeah yeah and I would just like to remind you, if you're doing Zoom calls, you don't actually need to wear a mask when you're in the house on your own. <laughs> you do not. I have several times gone to get a mask before a meeting. And then I remember, like, it's me in my basement in front of my laptop. So I put the mask away. So that that's my top tip. That is a very good tip, Sue. <laughs> I was very careful on how I said top tip. <laughs> so please stay safe stay sane and until next time bye for now bye bye (laughs) (laughs) oh god before you go we legally have to tell you that all the opinions and information we share on this podcast is based on our own personal experiences and should never be taken as professional advice We may sometimes sound like we know what we're talking about, but the Taming Crazy podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So please consult with a qualified professional for any and all health advice. Thanks for listening. Bye.